Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. Hope you're having a great week. We got back from the APP Hilton Head Tournament. Uh, those APP tournaments, I tell you, uh, the, if I'm going to go to a tournament, it's going to be an APP tournament. Uh, I also like the U.S. Open a lot, but uh, other than that, APP is my go-to tournament. And the uh, played in the senior pro division, both men's and in mixed. Uh, Jill got to play as well in the women's division, and our friends Charlotte and uh, Stacy and Terry and some other friends of ours all got to play. So it's, it was a lot of fun to go up to the tournament. But, you know, every time I go to a tournament and participate in a tournament, it, it helps me grow as a player and also as a as a teacher and an instructor of pickleball. And so I wanted to share with you a couple of tips that I uh, learned during the or I, they were fine tuned for me, I guess, or that or that they were, I guess, corroborated, I guess is a better term. They were corroborated during the uh, open or during the tournament. I was able to speak with a couple of other senior pros that uh, that play with me on the on the tour and uh, get their thoughts on pickleball. And so I'm going to share those with you today. And I want to also talk to you about how we start the rally, how we are the game, how we start every game, how we frame out the game and our session, right? Our pickleball session. We're going to talk about that. Framing it out this way will really help you as you play. It'll help you be more comfortable out there, more relaxed out there, and you'll play better pickleball. So let's go ahead and jump into the podcast. Pickleball, like life, has inflection points. Those times when the light bulbs just go on and you see everything better. It's the same with pickleball. Sometimes those light bulbs will go on and you're going to play better. If you're ready to turn on the lights of pickleball, join us inside the pickleball system. Class is open for registration. It's only a limited amount of time. I don't know when you're listening to the podcast, so I can't tell you exactly when, but it's pretty soon. I'm going to put a link below. Go to thepickleballsystem.com and join us for our next class. Let CJ and I show you how to turn on the lights. We'll see you in class. Playing in tournaments helps me get back on the court in a very uh, focused way, right? I'm one of those players who I play differently when I play in tournaments and practice. Uh, shouldn't be that way, but that's that's historically how it's been. Actually, it's one of the things that I'm working on that I'm going to talk about in next week's podcast, which is re- retaining your focus when you're out there playing, you know, recreational and in practice. But the reality of my game historically has been that in tournaments, I'm much more focused in my play and just paying attention to everything. It's like everything's on a on a like razor sharp focus. This year's uh, tournament, I actually stuck around after the event um, longer than I normally do and just kind of chatted with some other pros that were there, took some photos and things like that, normal normal uh, uh, tournament uh, activities. But I took the opportunity to speak to two senior pro players who were there, um, one named Scott Crandall and one named Jose Derisi. Now, Scott and Jose uh, had won the day before they had won the men's senior pro doubles. You're welcome to look at the draw. This is one of those super deep draws. Uh, you know, Dane wasn't there. The Wawaiolas weren't there. Um, the, Dave, uh, Dave Weinbach wasn't there. So there were some players that were missing. But other than that, you had, you know, John Sperling, Murchaw was there, Scott Moore, just a, a, a lot of really, really good pickleball players. I was there, of course. But, you know, just a lot of really good pickleball players. And so Scott and uh, Scott Crandall and Jose Derisi are two of the top senior pro men player out in the circuit today. And I, ta- I, I spoke with both of them independently and coincidentally just happened to run into Jose who I've known for a number of years and I've become friendly with and I ran into Scott who I know pretty well 
Um, we played a few times, so I, I know them well enough to, to chat with them at tournaments and things like that. And I wanted to get their perspective on, you know, what is it that, what, you know, what, what would you tell a player who's looking to improve in terms of what they should focus on? And let's start with what Scott said. And again, this is Scott Crandall. So Scott said to me, he said, you know, what I focus on when I play, right? He said, you know, what I focus on is fundamentals. And what's curious about that term, to hear that term from one of the best players, uh, one of the best senior pro players on the tour, is it's one of those terms that seems to be um, an anathema or like, you know, like so the players have such resistance to that term. It reminds me of uh, uh, many years ago, Allen Iverson. Uh, he's one of the great point guards you know, in, 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 in uh, basketball. He, they had an interview during, it was like, I think it was a playoff series or something, and they interviewed him and they said, Alan, uh, you know, what happened? You missed practice. And Alan said, he said something like, practice? Man, you're talking about practice? Practice? And he just kept on talking about practice. And, and he said it in a way that made it sound like, like practice wasn't important, you know, and it wasn't like a big thing to talk about. And I feel that pickleball players often hear that term, fundamentals, and they just say, not for me, right? They're like, fundamentals? What you talking Fundamentals? I'm too advanced for fundamentals. I am here to tell you, and I will tell you this until I run out of breath to tell you stuff. You are not past fundamentals. And in fact, the best players in the game, what makes them the best players in the game, including a Scott Crandall getting gold, you know, gold medal in a, in a deep draw, are fundamentals and the way scott explained that he said if i if i might if my fundamentals are sound and i can just work work outwork you i i have nothing to worry about right basically what he does he gets out on the court and he says the first thing i'm going to do is i'm going to i'm going to challenge you with my fundamentals i'm going to play fundamentally sound pickleball now if you can match me with the fundamentally sound pickleball that i'm playing and do some other things then maybe i have to expand my you know, my, my repertoire, right? I have to do other things, but he always starts from the premise that he's going to start with the fundamentals. And so when you hear a player like that player, you know, with his level of play and, and his accomplishments as a player talk about fundamentals, it should hopefully help you understand that fundamentals is where it's at. That's really where the action is at. A funny side story here is, you know, CJ and I's instructors, you know, one of our objectives is to try and connect with as many players as we can. We understand that, that you know, for instance, this podcast or our videos and things like that isn't for everybody, but we want as many players as possible to have the chance to interact with these, with these experiences or with this content. And so one of the things that we've, we've, we learned uh, during this process is never to use that term, fundamentals. Because if we use the term fundamentals in anything that we do, no one will listen to it. No one will watch it. No one will pay attention to it. Even though, as professionals, we know that fundamentals is what you need, but we can't. It's sort of like uh, like we gotta we gotta hide the broccoli inside a chocolate or something, you know, to get you to eat the broccoli. And so, what I'm suggesting to you is keep your mind open to fundamentals. Don't don't shy away from fundamentals. And and if you focus on fundamentals, you're really gonna see improvements in your game, up to and including being the best in the sport in in uh, in pickleball. Now, the second uh, player I talked to was, is Jose Derisi. Jose Derisi is a, like another very accomplished player. He is a little bit different than Scott in his play style. 
not that Scott can't be aggressive. He can be an offensive player, but Scott is more of a, again, fundamentally sound. He's going to uh, grind, grind you out, right, as a player. Jose is more of a, a, a attacker, right? He's always looking for an, an opening. He's going to push the envelope. He's going to, you know, he's going to try and make something happen, right? That's Jose's style of play. And he's very successful at it. And so he's, you know, so I wanted to, I, I asked him the same kind of question. Now, the question I framed to him was a little bit different. I said, what would you tell a new player coming into the game? And Jose said something that was, again, made sense, but it's something that players would probably at first blush go, that, that's weird. And what he said was, don't try and win the rally with one shot. Right? And this is coming from a very offensively minded player. Okay? So this is coming from a player who wants to take, bring the action to you. He wants to go. He wants to push. His recommendation for new players, and this applies to players, I'm going to suggest at most levels, do not try to win the rally with one shot. He said instead, construct the rally, work the rally. The term we he didn't say work, but that's the term we use. Work the rally, dance the dance. You know, basically like hit multiple shots, wait for a better opportunity from which to attack. And so what you can see when you listen to Scott and when you listen to Jose in terms of their advice, it is to focus on fundamentals and dance the dance. And those those two dovetail nicely together. Uh, because if you have good fundamentals and you understand that you're out there to dance a dance and not just to go out there and try and and poke a winner through whatever, you know, really quickly, right? Just go out there and hit a shot and hit a winner. You will play better pickleball and you will play the type of pickleball that, again, I repeat, is the type of pickleball that won the because these two players together are the ones that won the gold medal at the Hilton Head APP tournament. And the the. The key too here to understand is, you know, we are talking about pro players and we're talking, we're giving you advice from pro players, but what's critical here is for you to understand that not just is this advice, what they use and how they're successful, but it is advice that is achievable. In other words, this is advice that players at any level, I don't care if you just started playing yesterday, you're a two, five, or you're a four, five, wherever you're at three, five, three, oh, four, oh, wherever you're at. You can use these the this approach. You can apply these principles to your game. You do not need to have played college tennis or have done something else in your in your history to make it easier. These are principles that you can start applying tomorrow to play better pickleball. All right, so that is those are the two tips I wanted to share with you. We are going to uh, take a break for a second, then we're going to come back for the riff. In the riff, I'm going to I'm going to give you a suggestion on how I framed. I'm going to give you a suggestion on how to frame games based on how I framed the games that I played this last week at Hilton Head. And I think it'll help you not just enjoy the game better. I think it'll elevate all parts of the game, including your play. So stay tuned for the riff. If you're listening to this podcast, you're a little more serious about your pickleball game than the average bear. When you're looking to improve your game, it sometimes can be difficult to know who to turn to or who to trust. Well, you know, you can always trust me, Tony Roy, and... CJ Johnson. We are two pickleball professionals dedicated to helping you become the best pickleball player you can be. Let's keep working at it together. Playing pickleball can be stressful, right? It can be frustrating at times. It can be uh, just, you know, it drives people mad sometimes. And, it, you know, it drives me mad sometimes. When you go out there and you think you're supposed to be performing at a certain level and you don't feel like you're performing at the level that you're capable of. And so, you know, a lot that your mind can go different places. 
what I committed to doing this this tournament, and uh, it's something that I've been thinking about for a while, is I wanted to come to the game from a from a perspective of gratitude. All right, I wanted to frame my ability to play this awesome sport from a standpoint of being grateful to be out on the pickleball court. But I wanted to take it a step further. I wanted to be not just grateful to be out on the pickleball court. I wanted to uh, specifically, I wanted to articulate, I wanted to be grateful. I wanted to recognize my gratitude, I should say, for my partners playing with me. And I wanted to express that gratitude. I thought that was really important to express that gratitude to my partners. And so what I did when we first started playing on Friday with uh, my friend Marius Mitrofan from the Detroit, Michigan area, is I looked at Marius and I said, Marius, I am grateful, I'm honored to be playing with you on the court today. And then the next day, I got to play with the awesome Sarah Minton from Hilton Head. And I said the same thing there. I said, Sarah, it's an honor and I'm grateful to be here playing with you today. Now, it seems like, it may seem like a obvious thing or it may seem like, a, I don't know, maybe like a detail. But I will tell you that it changes how you feel the rest of the game. Because you have framed it from the very beginning as something that you are grateful for, right? I'm grateful to be here. That changes the wiring and how you're reacting to things. You're going to feel better, right? I think you're going to you're going to be thankful that you that you express that to your partner, and you're going to uh, play better pickleball because even though we're still out there, we're battling. You know, we're, <laughs> there's nerves, everything, right? the gamut, everything's out there. It's not that doesn't change the gamut of feelings, but it makes it frames them. Right. It gives you like a framing for them where you feel more um, you just feel better about the whole experience. And again, you're going to play better. So let's say you have a group of, you know, four or six or eight friends of yours, ladies, men, mixed, whatever that you play with on a regular basis. Consider next time you play with them, going out to, the, you know, calling them up to the middle of the court with your paddles, tap paddles, look everybody in the eye and say, I'm grateful to be a part of this group. I'm grateful to be able to play pickleball with you today. It'll change how you feel about the game. It'll increase your enjoyment. I guarantee that. And I'm going to bet you're going to play better pickleball. If you do it, let us know, right? Send us an email, write in the comments, whatever. Just let us know that you did that um, because it's uh, it'd be helpful for us to know whether A, you know, it made a difference in your game, B, whether, A, whether you use it, and B, whether it made a difference in, in how you felt in your game. So um, anyway, that's the podcast this week. I hope these two tips and the third tip on gratitude help you uh, as you continue to uh, walk your pickleball journey. As always, if there's anything we can do at We Are Pickleball, please uh, uh, let us know. We're, that's what we're here for. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review it. It really helps us reach more players. As I mentioned earlier, that's something that's really important to us is to reach as many players as, as, as possible uh, with this content. And as always, share it with your friends. If you enjoyed it, they probably will too. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time.